Hello and welcome to the Bible Study Live podcast. My name is Matt Davenport. My wife, Nancy, and I are co-founders of Bible Study Live, and we'd like to thank you for joining us today. Bible Study Live is just what the title implies, a live Bible study conducted on social media where we often interact with those who join us through the platform. This whole production is simply about the amazing Word of God. Our study is live and unprepared without a set of notes. Instead, we come before the Lord asking the Holy Spirit to do the revealing and all the leading and teaching. And He always does. Well, good morning, everybody. God bless you. Thanks for stopping by. Yes. Um, um, if you've been watching, my name's Matt. I'm Nancy. And we're the Davenports. And this is what I have been calling our kitchen table Bible study. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a good word for it. Yeah. Anyway, we have been studying in James, and uh, we're still in the first chapter, and we're going to be getting down to, looks like about around the fifth uh, verse this morning, and uh, we'll see what happens. Let's pray over the word and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us this morning. Father, we love you and we thank you so much for the word. We thank you for what you have given us to guide us and help us and draw us closer to you. This morning as we study, Holy Spirit, we invite you to come and do the teaching and the leading and the guiding. Fill us with your wisdom and understanding and your revelation. And uh, we thank you for this time together. And we pray your blessings over it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, yeah, we have been uh, talking about um, patience. Uh, patience is a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing once you have it. <laughs> Sometimes the trials and the tribulations and the stuff we go through to get to that point, however, are not so much fun. And so we've been discussing how patience comes. Uh, we, we have the opportunity to have joy in our trials because we know there's a purpose behind it. That, that, that makes a big difference when, we, when we know there's a reason for it. And he goes on, he goes on, James goes on to talk about patience that gets built because of the trials, the testing of our faith. Because that's what a trial is. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a faith test. Mm -hmm. When you're in the midst of it, who are you talking to? Who are you depending on? Does that mean that the worse and bigger and harder trial you're in, the more patience you particularly need? Well, I, you know, it's kind of funny that you bring that up. I think that the trials many times determine the level of faith. So sometimes our trials, I think, this is this is Matt, Matt speaking. I could probably find something biblical about it, but I think sometimes the trials that we go through are completely re relevant to the amount of faith we have. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so as that faith is stretched just a little bit further, so if you have, if we were to put faith and trials on a scale of one to ten, and your faith is five, your trial might be a six. Right. So that you can drag that faith up to a six. Yeah, I like Does that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, I yeah. think that, that's... Well, so in the same same idea, you a person who only has a little faith, they're you know, kind of new in it, or maybe they've backslid or whatever, and their faith is kind of just like wavering down there in mm -hmm. the twos, he's not going to give you a trial of an eight. Right. It would overwhelm you. Right. Yeah. Right. I think God trusts us many times uh, to draw us out. And as, um, is it Deuteronomy... 
I don't know, it was quoted last night. We, we, we at church last night, we had uh, right. this wonderful session uh, with... Um, Is it in here? Um, I can't remember. With uh, a Joyce Meyer training. <clears throat> Not her no, personally, but... Those. But anyway, <coughs> I believe yeah. it's Deuteronomy 7 something that says says that the, the children of Israel would take would take the land little by little so that the beasts don't overwhelm them. And I and I believe what they meant by beasts yeah. was the, so their pride doesn't over, overwhelm them. So I think that's kind of how this works, is that God is, is dragging us a little bit, a little bit. And I hate to use the word dragging, but sometimes it's what it feels like because it's like, ah, I just don't. You know, it's like... Um, what is the what is the old story about the, the the footprints in the sand? Yeah, the two footprints, you know, the two sets, and then I, I heard an addition mm-hmm. added onto that, and it was well, what what are the, the the man asked the Lord what are those lines over there and he said well that's, that's where I dragged you, dragged you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. but yeah. I, I think that sometimes that's mm-hmm. kind of one of the things that our faith is grown by the trial being just a little bit more than we can take, and the need to to get on get further along with Jesus mm-hmm. and in that process our patience gets stretched and once it's stretched if we continue to pursue the Lord that patience will stay in that to that capacity mm-hmm. and take us into whatever's next to grow us mm-hmm. anyway let's pick up at verse 5 it's kind of it's related because it's in the same cha- uh, same uh, uh, paragraph but it's it's something even more Verse 5 says, "If uh, actually, let's read from verse 2 yeah. down to 5. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect or mature and complete, lacking nothing. Verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I think wisdom is that... You know, um, you and I have been studying uh, Proverbs in the evening before we go to bed. And um, Proverbs is a great book to study if you're looking for wisdom. Wisdom is not knowledge or intellect or intelligence. We have to understand that. The easiest way to define what wisdom is, is intelligence and intellect and knowledge and all that stuff. That gives you some substance, and then wisdom tells you what to do with the substance. Right. So, uh, for instance, just a good explanation or a good uh, parallel. If a man has millions of dollars, okay, he has a possession. He has the wisdom or the knowledge of, of all this money. But it's what he does with the million dollars. I've heard, I don't know how many times, stories about people who won the lottery and a few years go by, and they're dead broke. They're living on the streets because they lack the wisdom of what to do with mm-hmm. what they were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're given life, we're given jobs, we're given relationships, we're given all these different things that are part of who we are, but it's what we do with them that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. And everybody is given a certain amount of wisdom. And uh, some people who should have a lot of it uh, sometimes don't have very much <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing weirder than to hear about somebody who's in their 50s or 60s or 70s doing something utterly stupid you know it's just like yeah. 
um, you're old enough. You should have known better, you know? Yeah, you expect an older person to be wise. Right. They don't always go hand in Wisdom is, <laughs> it's not a requirement for wisdom to come with age. It just really isn't. But the source of all great wisdom is God. I mean, there is no one, no one wiser. There is no one that understands better. There's no one that knows the ins and outs of, of what's right and wrong. And wisdom is one of those kinds of things that we all need, even if we don't think we need it. And, you know, I mean, wisdom comes, certain amount of wisdom does come with age because we run into problems and situations that we learn to overcome as we get older. You know, uh, in fact, this is an example that came up last night is, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of wisdom um, deficit that a two-year-old has over a five-year-old. You know, it's understanding the world around them and all that kind of stuff and what to do, what's given, you know, with what is given to them. Um, so there is a certain amount that comes with growth, uh, you know, in age, but true wisdom comes from God. Mm -hmm. And the awesome thing that, and I have, I have seen this in my life, and the awesome thing that James says is basically, if you need wisdom... He's not up there thinking, nah, I like you, stupid. <laughs> he doesn't do that, mm -hmm. you know. And the other thing that he doesn't do is that when he gives you wisdom, now, now this, this is the interesting part that the Lord showed me. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. What does it mean without reproach? Okay. This is without reproach. Let me give you let me give you a simple uh, example that God showed me. Okay, when you give, uh, let's say you give a um, a plate of food to a ten year old, and you give them dessert. Okay, wisdom says eat the food, then the dessert. The ten year old given the opportunity, will eat the dessert first. Okay, that's a lack of wisdom. And there's many reasons why, because now they won't get the nutrition that's in their plate because they won't want to eat it. Okay, so wisdom says eat the food first and then dessert last. And that was the plan when you gave it to the 10-year-old. So there's a lack of wisdom in the 10-year-old, even though you tell them when you set the plate down, now finish your food before you eat your dessert. The wisdom is given to the child. The child refuses to use the wisdom and does the wrong thing. Okay. Reproach is slapping a kid over the head saying, what were you thinking? I told you not to do that. Aren't you paying attention? What's wrong with you? Okay. That's reproach. God sees the dessert eaten first and he says, well, that's not what my plan was, but that's all right. We'll work this out. And the next time the child already knows. You don't have to tell him again when you put it in front of him. You might want to remind him because it is a 10-year-old. But the reproach is, is reminding the child how stupid they are because they didn't use the wisdom given to them. God doesn't do that. No. When he tells you, I need you to pray right now for this situation. And you don't. He doesn't get mad at you and say, you idiot, I told you to pray. He doesn't do that. There's a, there's a grace that comes from God 
in his lack of reproach over our lack of response. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. A grace that comes from God over us in our lack of responding to the wisdom that he gives us. <clears throat> I think sometimes in my own life, that's one of my struggles. When I sit there, it, God doesn't reproach us. He doesn't get angry at us. We, and one of the reasons I think is because we do such a good job of doing it ourselves. But he doesn't sit there and berate us for not using the capacity and the wisdom that he gave us in a situation. And many times because he doesn't, we sit there and do it ourselves. <laughs> How we approach that in, in, in opposition to that is to say, okay, I knew better than that but I will know next time mm -hmm. and I will respond properly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then actually do that when that particular situation comes up. But the main thing that, that, that he's saying in this verse is, is, is you, are you lacking wisdom? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you could sit down with the Billy Grahams and the mother Teresa's and, and all of those guys and, and have a discussion with them. And, and, you know, the humbleness in their lives would be, yeah, I'm always needing more from God. And we will always need more from God. Nobody walks this earth in the shoes that Jesus wore. Everybody lacks wisdom. Everybody needs something. So if he's saying, James says, if you lack wisdom, if anyone lacks wisdom, you could almost actually change that to say, because you lack wisdom, <laughs> because we all do. Yeah. You know, we get into new situation or new circumstances or, or new challenges and we need the wisdom of God. It's just that simple. We do. And so we're always needing wisdom. And so I, I think what we can conclude here is the need to say to God when we're in our morning prayers, when we're evening prayers, whatever, say, hey, God, I need to know the path. I need to know understanding. I need that wisdom. <clears throat> one, of the, uh, one of the teachings of the New Testament is to desire and go after the the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of God. Okay, so there there are these these there are these things that God has that they're His, mm -hmm. wisdom being one of them. Mm -hmm. They belong to Him, but He wants to share them with us, and we have these we have these moments where. Um, we think we've got it all figured out. And I'm very, very guilty of that. I've struggled with that my whole life. So ah, I got this figured out. And then, you know, um, after the fifth or sixth try, I'm like, okay, well, forget that. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and, we, and you struggle with it. Yeah. You know, um, Nancy is a seamstress, but she's constantly challenged to create new things. And uh, quite often she, you, it's funny because, you know, with me, I work with wood and it's like, okay, throw that out. <laughs> Nancy, she goes meticulously and pulls them very smoothly and delicately apart with her with her little needle seam ripper. Seam ripper, that's the word I'm looking for. And starts over. Yeah. I have a very hard time throwing away fabric. Even little bitty pieces because I can use them for so many things. So yeah, I will tear it apart and redo it. Well and I <laughs> save wood. It yeah. usually ends up firewood, but I say, you know, as much as I can too, but I, I can't, can't structure it like material. Yeah. Yeah. But it's gaining from your experience, but it's also saying, okay, you know, there, there have been times when I experimented with a new, new item 
and it came out perfect. That's the wisdom of God in me. Mm-hmm. That's that's not that's not Matt's not that smart. Mm-hmm. But the wisdom of God gives us all kinds of things. The knowledge that I have, and then He brings in what to do with it, and turns in and turns out something nice. And yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, the first spoon I made was a spoon. It wasn't very pretty. It wasn't that that interesting. I don't think I sold it. But for your skill level at that time. Exactly. So he was bringing in the wisdom while I was bringing my experience. Mm-hmm. Again, experience doesn't mean wisdom, but they work together. And in the spiritual realm, in the spiritual realm, if you want in wisdom, If you need wisdom from God, if you need understanding from God, not only do you ask for it, but you have to learn to seek it. This is the problem. In fact, this was addressed last night as well. The problem we have is that we want to be, we want to understand, we want to have grace, we want to have all those things, but we don't want to put anything out for that. Right. And uh, the examples that Joyce Myers had was really cool. She says nobody shows up as a doctor without an extensive amount of education. Right. Nobody shows up as a police officer without an extensive amount of education. These these things are they. It seems obvious, mm-hmm. but sometimes there are certain aspects of our life that we don't get that particular simple process. One of them is being strong in Christ, getting wisdom. Knowing the Holy Spirit is working in your life. These things require us at least some level of education. Right. Not education in a college or school, but education in the presence of God and in His Word. Absolutely. I am forthcoming. I have forthcoming a uh, video study <clears throat> that will deal with what we often refer to as the three hinges. And that is... Um, uh, studying the word, praying, and worshiping God. Those those three things, those are the three keys. Those are the three foundational keys to a life with God, period. There's not an exception to that, The period. There just isn't. It, it, you, it doesn't matter who you are or where you are in, in God. If those three things are not active in your life, there will be constant struggle. Yeah. And um, uh, those things don't require a degree. They don't require you read a bunch of extra books or take a bunch of courses or, or or any of that kind of stuff. They simply require you to be actively praying, reading the Word, and worshiping God. Those three things will change your life if they are done on a daily basis. So I encourage you to look into that. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow as we continue in our study in James. Uh, read forward. Do whatever you want to do. But... Um, uh, just be in the Word. Uh, you don't have to be in James. Yeah, absolutely. You can be yeah. anywhere you want to. The thing is, is, is there's there's all kinds of stuff. I'm I'm my, on my personal study r- right now. I'm in the first part of First uh, Chronicles in the Old Testament, and it's begats. It's like this was the father of this person. This was the father of this person. This and all these words you can't pronounce. And yeah, most of them you you they're you know yeah I'm I, I need to know Hebrew because yeah, I can't read. All the you Bible. can do is pronounce them with an English right alphabet in exactly. mind. Exactly. <laughs> so um, and I'm getting stuff from that. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not that you got to be in a certain spot. It's that you need to be consistently in the Word of God. Anyway, that's it for today. God bless you guys. Thank you for stopping by. I hope you guys get something. And as we've been saying, uh, we will go back to live Bible study 
on YouTube once we hit uh, the subscribers beginning the 1st of February. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope and pray that you've received something from God's Word during our study. As mentioned, if you need prayer, or if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact us through our website, connectionlife.org, or you can send us an email at biblestudylife at yahoo.com. Thanks, and God bless you.